welcome to the Living With Long Covid podcast. My name is Julie. I'm a registered nurse in the UK. I went from frontline worker in May 2020 to COVID-19 patient and subsequently I have long COVID. I decided to create this podcast to share my personal lived experience of living with long COVID, the impact this has on your personal and professional life. Disclaimer, the podcast is not a medical podcast. I am not giving medical advice. You would need to consult a medical professional. I intend to explore, discuss and learn together more about long COVID and how long haulers can live well with long COVID over subsequent podcasts. And I hope you will continue to join me. Hello and welcome to today's episode of the podcast. Um, I hope you guys are as well as you can be. So... Um, this podcast today, um, I wanted to discuss because many of us have still, um, you know, continued to experience the challenges of having an invisible health condition. The thing we've talked about quite a lot before, but you know, the you look okay to me, um, the why can't you do the three peaks with me, you're on your feet. <laughs> um, I'm exaggerating, of course, um, but you do get the idea. Anyway, the reason this podcast kind of came about in my mind was because um, a lovely lady um, had contacted me via inbox on one of my social medias and sent me um, a TED talk uh, to watch. And this TED talk was given by um, Dr. Amrita Sen Mutherjee. I I really do hope I pronounced um, everything correctly then. just a little disclaimer, I think I've mentioned before as well, my pronunciation on some things is ridiculous, so I apologise. Um, but anyway, this the te- this TED Talk is entitled Invisible Disability, Challenging Bias to, in- to Enable Change. And I have to say, um, firstly, that I massively appreciate being sent the, the TED Talk. Um, and I, I do get information and um, links from you guys quite often. And I always find these things useful. Um, it's really good to try and get a, a, an element of knowledge and understanding on, on a varying things as well as having lived experience in certain areas. It's, it's good to know how others are feeling and what kind of information is out there and um, what have you. So thank you for that um okay so I've not named who it was because I've not asked them in advance so um but yeah okay so I um I've since watched the uh, and and listened to the TED talk several times to be honest and firstly this is because I found it so impactful and I resonated deeply with what Amrita is talking about um, and secondly, if I were honest, to also allow my dysfunctional brain uh, to absorb, absorb and retain the content content of the the um, of the talk effectively. Um, I don't I don't know about you guys, but you know I I do think there's some improvement in my cognition. However, I still have times when um the memory's not so good so I, I don't retain as much as I would like to so anyway digressing so I I did share the TED talk actually across my social media but I know not everybody follows me um on, on those accounts which um so I, I I wanted to kind of make sure that I had this content in here um so many more people may want to to have a look um and a listen at the TED for the t- at 
to the TED Talk. Sorry, honestly. Um, and from my inbox response, it had resonated with you guys too. Um, for those, you know, for those of you that haven't watched it, um, I will put the link in the show notes today. And that was the, the purpose of, like I said, discussing it today. So the talk it's, it's around 15 minutes in length and you know definitely well worth a watch. Um, Amrita talks about her personal experience, uh, the challenges as well as the unconscious bias of even our closest colleagues and friends etc. And how that affects you, your confidence, trust and your mental health. She talks about the vulnerability of asking for help and then having a judgmental response. Um, Amrita talks about not being heard, not being seen, that being invisible element. And she also talks about wearing a mask just to fit in. Many of us will relate to this and her explanation on the impact um, her invisible disability has had on her and also her husband and children and how life has changed. And I talk a lot about this on the podcast, the effects life changes has, um, and you know, not only the effect that it has on us as individuals, um, and, and how life is and how we, you know, you know, we've had those changes and such dramatic changes in our lives. Um, it also affects those that are closest to us as well and you know she continues to talk about the impact on her career and also around the the view that people have of her how that has changed and the the judgment that she experienced in terms of being kind of seen as lazy or uninterested in in her work like there's that shift change but you know but because the you look okay you know why aren't you performing the, the way that you used to um has kind of been put across to her you know why are you not doing this why are you not doing that you know it it, it it's it, it makes you feel degraded really and unseen and judged quite honestly so the the part I found really interesting um, and I really related to is when Amrita talks about the the mask so um, a mask that we might wear to to fit in um, or it might be used to empower ourselves um, offering a version of ourselves that we want people to see so I suppose that can come into play when we you know overextend the energy envelope and push through to just try and be the same as our peers um which obviously has a massive adverse effect on um our health and um you know from from the personal life perspective as well um because all the energy reserves are taken up um outside of the home really and and things that we need to take care of that are that are outside of the home work being one of them potentially um but how a mask can also safeguard us um like a cloak of protection eve because in essence we are not showing who we we really are um she 
goes on to explain how this mask actually puts you in a vulnerable position where you are placed into almost a mask that doesn't really fit you um, it's not effective it's not healthy and that you're not actually seen as the person that you are so as I said this TED talk is well I said 15 minutes but it's actually 40 minutes and 45 seconds long <laughs> but it had a huge impact on me and that is why I wanted to share it with you and make hidden disability really the topic of this episode of the podcast so when we think about hidden disability and disability, the Equality Act 2010 defines disability as a physical or mental impairment that has more than a minor impact on someone's life or how they are able to do things. It continues on to state that this may be fluctuating um, and change and may not happen all of the time and has a substantial long-term effect on their ability to carry out day-to-day -day activities. Uh, long-term means the adverse effect has or is likely to last for 12 months or more. Day-to-day -day activities could include getting out of bed, reading, following instructions, using a computer, communicating with others, standing and sitting, um, etc. So um, the Act continues to acknowledge uh, visible and in invisible conditions. Um, UK Parliament estimate that 70 to 80% of disabilities are actually invisible. And this figure does consider uh, mental health, physical um, conditions such as hearing, vision, speech impairment, energy limiting conditions, etc. Um, so with those kind of statistics and range of indis invisible disabilities, why, why is what, you know, okay, it might not be physically seen, why is it not heard? You know, these are my questions. It's like, why does such disregard still continue for invisible disability? A stigma even, um, the inequalities and the barriers. I know from personal experience, having a hidden disability, a condition that is, is not linear and, and of course really not understood, um, left me in a position where, I, you know, I lost my job as a nurse. And so I, of course I can, I can when I truly relate to what has been said um, on the TED talk and I know that you know many many more of you guys um, have experienced the same thing so you know this was the very career that led to my life living with a hidden disability which is still ironic um, anyway and as I said I'm not alone in this so many people have lost their jobs, um, their career pathways. They may have been studying um, and that's all changed. And for some people, that means um, they are not going to fulfill that career any longer. They're not going to be able to fulfill that career any longer. They're not going to be able to fulfill those studies. They may need to completely change what you know they wanted to do or you know kind of like dilute their aspirations down as well and that's huge that is a huge thing to have to do um in the first instance so um i know for myself um my career pathway um has completely 
uh, changed. Um, I do still feel lucky in lots of ways that I have been able to to get back to some kind of work and obviously um, I massively appreciate my job and, and what I'm able to do because I'm working with people with long COVID. Um, so, you know, I while I don't want anybody to be living with this condition, it's it's really good to be able to, to offer that kind of help and keep doing my work as a nurse as well. So, um, but yeah, you know, it, it's not something that's happened for everybody and that's hugely impacting um, on life. So, I, as many of us, again, I've also experienced the medical gaslighting. Um, it's all in your head. Um, I was given the graded exercise and advised to think myself well <laughs> and if only it was that simple because believe me I, it would definitely have happened by now if I only had to think and wish myself to full health and I'm sure many of you could agree with me on that one. So then there is the judgment and stigma and disbelief from friends, family, colleagues and perfect strangers actually. You are almost made to feel ashamed of your challenges, your symptoms, your health condition. Um, and often, you know, and I've discussed this in previous podcasts, you know, end up explaining yourself, overly explaining yourself, using precious energy, 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 uh, giving justification to people who have already decided um, many times that you're fine before that you've even opened your mouth. Um, or, you know, again, when we say long COVID, it's kind of like, oh, I've had a really bad cold once. You know, I've had that said to me. I'm sure I'm sure there's many things people have had um, that make no sense at all if you really do understand what this condition um, is and the symptoms it, it, it uh, evokes, really. So, um, now, I don't want to sound negative, uh, these are my experiences and I hear so many people talk about the impact of similar experiences on their own lives and what I truly am failing to grasp if I'm honest is why hidden disability is judged so hard and now you know don't get me wrong I'm fully aware of as I've just explained the negative opinions around long COVID but actually from an invisible disability perspective, it isn't just long COVID that experiences this response. So it does seem to be an historic issue. Um, it's not something that is new to to, to sort of post pandemic. Um, of course, you know we we know that there's people um, with ME that have had these challenges for many, many, many years, and you know POTS, the orthostatic intolerance, fibromyalgia. Um, Again, I've spoken about MS um, many times as well because that was um, seen as a mental health condition initially. And, you know, whilst MS, um, you know, can can appear in a physical format that's visible, um, many people with MS, it, it is invisible. And again, actually, this it is the same with long COVID. We've got people that have got that, that visible element, um, but lots and lots of the invisible element too. So it should not be discriminated against regardless of your disability being visible or invisible um while i can understand um you know you can't see an invisible vis invisible disability you can understand 
um, if a person lets you know that they they have uh, an invisible disability and actually you know we shouldn't we shouldn't just judge one another so easily anyway should we um and 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 that's probably you know a challenge within society so I see so many amazing people, charities and advocacy groups raising awareness, educating and basically sharing from, you know, and shouting from the rooftops about all of these invisible disabilities, um, providing explanations, research findings, personal experience and accounts of living with a specific condition. So you know, we know that there's awareness out there, the information is widely available so again you know I, I ask myself I ask myself why why um you know as the title of this podcast is is saying invisible but you can see and hear me so why don't people do that you know why are we not seen why are we not heard um unfortunately I, I don't have the answer to why um, invisible disability often comes along with stigma and disregard I really do wish I did um but I have to say that I for one will continue to keep talking about long COVID, about POTS and all the other invisible conditions, making them as visible as possible, making the invisible visible through advocacy and education. So you may not see it, but you will hear it, you know, vocal distortion and all. So, you know, we can make a difference. I know we can. And and as I said, waves have been made already in lots of the um, communities with invisible disability. Um, and, you know, again, I see you, I hear you. And I think while ever we have that um, and we have that community um, raising those awarenesses, then, you know, we can move forward with power, basically. And... You know, so I, I hope today's episode has been helpful. Um, you know, please do let me know if you watch the TED Talk. I'm always pleased, as I said, to receive your messages, and I really appreciate the feedback on the podcast. Or, you know, as I always say as well, if there's any sort of topics that you would like me to cover, um, anything you want me to talk about, then um. Uh, you know please do reach out um i'm always happy to have guests on the podcast um as you know and i'm hope hoping to bring some fantastic guests um back onto the podcast shortly um so yeah just as always do please reach out and you know i know it's quite a, a short one today but I felt it was an important one to cover and I also wanted to share out as far as wide as I possibly could um, the the TED talk that's available and to just start conversations again around dis- invisible disability and trying to prevent people feeling um, alone, shamed, judged, etc. All of those words that do come up um, and you know start trying to create that society that has um, a greater understanding um, or at least ask the questions before making any judgments you know at least tries to educate themselves before making any judgments um and we can only keep going forward with that um as i said previously and raising as much awareness as possible so um i'm going to leave it there for today um 
and I'm going to say one day at a time as I always do and hope everybody has uh, the best week they can um, and I will be back with another podcast for you soon so take care um, I'll see you soon bye if you are enjoying the podcast please hit the five star rating and leave a review it helps the podcast to grow and reach more people my aim is to help and support as many people as possible please continue to dm me your lovely messages and any questions you might have i always love to hear from you guys you can follow me on instagram twitter and facebook and why not join my long-term conditions health and well-being page on facebook you can also subscribe to my link tree I will put all of the links for these and any from today's episode in the show notes. Thank you for listening and as always, please take care.